What is up, guys, and welcome back to the third and final installment of the BOFA podcast. And today, we're talking about disease. Throughout the entirety of ancient Egyptian timeline, the citizens of Egypt struggled with many challenges as a result of the quality of living in a postmodern society. One of these obstacles was the contraction of disease and illness. In this discussion, I'll go into detail on some of the diseases that plagued Egypt and how or if they tried to combat them. One note to make beforehand is that while Egypt was much more advanced in medicine than many surrounding territories at the time, their medical technology did not vary until the invasion of the Persian Empire. Given all of this, I won't really delegate this discussion to one specific time period, such as like the Old Kingdom or the New Kingdom, as a lot of these diseases were prevalent for thousands of years. Um, some recorded procedures were very effective in medical treatments, but others also existed that didn't really help at all. A primary source in which we have recorded evidence of Egyptian medicine is a textbook known as the Edwin Smith Papyrus, and it details how patients were diagnosed and treated in ancient Egypt. The preserved copy dates to 1600 BC, but is actually believed to be a copy of a similar journal from the Old Kingdom around 3000 BC. Despite the seemingly extensive medical practice of the ancient Egyptians, there were still diseases and infections that they weren't able to cure. In fact, some diseases were so prevalent that, for example, for 2,500 years, the frequency of tuberculosis remained the same. On the topic of tuberculosis, Lisa Sabi, author of Infectious Disease in Ancient Egypt, tells us that research suggests one in every four people would have been infected with the disease. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, otherwise known as the CDC, People with TB are most likely to spread it to people they spend every day with. This includes family members, friends, co-workers, and schoolmates. In my previous podcast, we discussed the complexity of Egyptian society, where they had children go to school and adults going to work, and for the most part, people had a day-to-day schedule similar to our modern-day work schedule. Now, this is vastly different from the Neolithic era hunter-gatherer societies that may have had less close contact with each other. This progression of close-quarter living is likely a huge factor in how tuberculosis was spread so easily to many ancient Egyptians. In terms of treatment, there was no cure at the time. Medical papyri, titled the Ebers Papyrus, gives insight on the prescriptions and remedies used to treat a wide variety of illnesses. While the Ebers Papyrus doesn't specifically recognize tuberculosis as a disease, the article Asthma and Antiquity, the Ebers Papyrus, by Sheldon G. Cohen tells us of treatment used to treat asthma, which they kind of have similar uh, symptoms such as coughing, wheezing, and chest pain. And so some of these treatments include ball nights oil, juniper fruit, cumin, onion, dates, and more vegetables, essentially. Um, and as we know with basic you know, modern-day medicine, these treatments probably didn't work as well as they had hoped or if they even worked at all. Um, and a lot of these treatments found in the Ebers papyrus were pretty much based on pseudoscience and magic practices. Another source I found titled Dental Health and Disease in Ancient Egypt by Roger Forshaw details the dental health of ancient Egyptians and how dental remains can be used to determine what kind of diseases were present in a specific person. Forshaw stated that many of the skulls found, in fact it was actually almost 90% of them, had noticeable tooth wear, possibly caused by contamination of the food by a significant number of inorganic particles, resulting in an additional element of abrasion. This contamination of food could also result in other foodborne illnesses that could have been lethal if not treated properly. 
Another disease called enamel hypoplasia was also commonly found. For this condition, malnutrition is usually recognized as the most frequent cause. So this shows us that some diseases were caused as a result of the environment. Malnutrition was frequent throughout several periods of ancient Egypt, especially during the times in which the Nile River would dry up in a drought, often for many years at a time. This article is important because it makes the conclusion that oral health was poor and with little evidence of dental care, dental pain must have been widespread in ancient Egypt. To summarize, the Egyptians were very invested in the study of medicine as shown in several papyrus texts. Whether or not these texts actually had accurate medical treatments is widely debated, but many studies seem to agree that their surgical procedures that were invasive were more successful than the hundreds of prescriptions recorded. Ancient Egyptians suffered through many serious diseases such as tuberculosis and malaria, which affected a significant portion of the population. Other environmental factors that affected food supply also led to some diseases, especially of the mouth. The lack of modern-day technological advances is the main reason these diseases were spread so easily, and why several of them lasted the entire length of the Egyptian empire. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. It's been a fun journey on the BOFA podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Oh,